Welcome to the Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. I'm your host, Denise. Together, let's elevate your vocabulary so we can elevate your voice. Are you ready? Welcome to another episode of Adjust Your Vocabulary. Today, I want to introduce someone very special, one of my favorite communicators of all time, and here's some news, new host, co-host of Adjust Your Vocabulary, Jenna Quinton. Hi, I'm so excited for today. This is such exciting news, and I'm so grateful you are going to help host. So I thought, what a better way for us to get to know you than interview you and hear all about who you are, why you love words, and your thoughts on language. Yes, this is perfect. It is. So let's get started. Tell me about you, um, your history of language and writing, and what it is you do for a career. Well, I think that my writing career started in kindergarten when my mom gave me an assignment to write a story, and um, she said about being shipwrecked in the desert, but I didn't quite get the assignment, and I wrote about uh, being shipwrecked in the desert um, instead of on a desert island, so that was my start, and we've just hopefully gone uphill from there. Um <laughs> So I've always written, I've always journaled, and when I was about 21, I started freelancing for magazines and things, um, and websites, then I did some journalism, um, and now I'm focusing on content creation for businesses, specifically chiropractors, with um, a new LLC, um, Adjust Your Media, so that's pretty much my career. That's amazing. And I'm a chiropractor and I know we use you and we've just blown up and our content has been phenomenal. Talk a little bit about your history with language in regards to foreign language. Oh, yes. So um, I studied a little bit French in high school, but then when I was 19, we met a French exchange student and we fell in love and got married a few years later. So um, I moved to France when we got married and learned French, which has been wonderful for my vocabulary, but kind of bad for my spelling because sometimes I forget how things are spelled in English. Um, but it's really neat to know like the French roots of words being bilingual now. So that's that's just a wonderful richness added to my life. Oh, that's going to be such a great resource for Adjust Your Vocabulary because there are so many words that are rooted in French. And I remember having a conversation with you about the drink. Is it La Croix? Is that how you say it? And you said... Oh. Yeah, And you said something like, but it was developed in the United States, so it's really pronounced LaCroix, and that's kind of the American or the English way to say it. But then also, I remember you saying that French words end in X, not English words. So that's interesting. So I think it kind of goes back to words should be pronounced in their original origin at some level. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's so fascinating to dig in, and I know we're both word nerds, and we love all of those details. (laughs) That's good. I love your history in French, and I'm so excited that you will bring that expertise to this podcast. 
I mean, we're just kind of a melting pot for language. So we need oh, a yeah. different a different outlook on that. So that's so good. So what is one of the things that you wish you would have known when you began your career in writing? I wish I would have known that it's okay to evolve um, in, in your vocabulary, in what you're writing and what you're saying, that we're going to keep growing and go in different directions. Like, I thought that I would be writing children's fiction. And so now to be doing chiropractic educational content um, is really different, but it's still words. So, yeah, I think just having that mindset of growth and continuing to evolve. Mm, That's so good in every aspect of life. I totally agree with that. Speaking of growth and talking a little bit about growing and changing, what would you say your biggest writing or communication failure has been? And did you learn from that? Yes. In journalism, um, I really learned how to interview people. And people always say something. And then they say, don't put that in. That is absolutely fine to put that asterisk. But sometimes they say things and they don't tell me that they don't want it in and it's my job to sort through that you know and see what is the good stuff and what should go into their blog post or article and there was one time that I didn't sort through well and ended up printing something that hurt just really sweet people and you know I don't think I'll ever get over that but um because I'm so sorry but I sure learned from it and thinking about whenever I publish something, whenever I put something out into the universe, if I have a pause, whether I'm saying or writing something, but especially if I'm writing it, if I have a pause to listen to that little voice that says, wait, don't click send yet. And yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's interesting because I don't know that very many journalists are that concerned with the subject of the article. So what advice would you give someone trying to learn new vocabulary? Mm, I like that question. I think just listening and listening to how people around you are talking, being in different wider circles, um, and then reading more. In France at the university, they told us the only way we were going to improve our French vocabulary was to read more. And, you know, there's so many words that sometimes I'm like, I don't know how that's actually pronounced out loud, but I've read it. And that's such a great way to, to learn more, more vocabulary. I love that. I'm a reader, and that is how I've developed my vocabulary to where it is. And mm-hmm. it's given me a love to learn more. When I see words yeah. that I don't know, I feel like this is inspiring me. This is feeding that need for more. So speaking on reading and learning from reading, what are some good resources for someone learning communication, either online or books or in person? What would you say would be one of the best resources that you've come across for learning communication? You know, I think um, just reading a wide variety. um, My favorite thing to read is really like young adult fiction and middle grade fiction for like eight to 12 year olds because it's so delicious. But reading, you know, self-help, self-development books, marketing books, kids books, just reading a wide variety, I think teaches a lot. But my favorite places online right now, um, Ashlyn Carter from Ashlyn Writes, 
is copywriter and content writer, and she has so much to say about communication. There's Neil Patel says a lot about online communication if you're doing anything online with social media and communication there. Neil Patel is a great resource. And I like locally Elite Media Inc. Erin has so much good tips and things to say and just encouragement for um, small business owners who are working on communication. Speaking of amazing people that are in the industry or maybe not in the industry, who would you say are the top three most influential people that have gotten you to where you are? Okay, well, um, not even in the industry. Growing up, um, there was one of my my parents' friends, Larry, who I was 16 and sitting in church, and he nudged me and was like, I'm sitting by a writer. And he just was always somebody who believed in me. I mean, like he could see my future and believed in it before I did. Because at that point, you know, as a 16-year-old, it's like, oh, that's a pipe dream. I'm never going to write. I'm never going to make that happen. But having somebody who believed in me like that, um, I mean, he gave me writing resources, like books by William Zenzer. He was just a really influential person. And he's one of my, um, oh, heroes that he just, at a moment when he could, he said something encouraging that changed the trajectory of my life absolutely he sounds like such a great person and I feel like we have so many opportunities in life that we can touch other people that way it doesn't have to be anything monumental or you know have uh, tons of resources behind it like time or money but just a moment where you touch some some child or some other person's life if you just see that they need that that's such um, such a beautiful thing and I think to share encouragement and hope to other people and for him to do that that's I'm glad he did that And who would you say is your number two? Okay, that's probably my husband, Vincent, which, um, like, he's joked about being my drill sergeant, um, and, you know, he says the funniest things, and I'm always like, I don't like that, but it actually does work, and it does inspire me, and he always finds a way to support me, even if he doesn't always understand, and I just, that's a huge encouragement to me and him believing that I can him believing that I can write even if he doesn't read what I write is is huge to me and that's that's gotten me to where I am because yeah I mean now we've been married for about a third of my life so <laughs> it's so awesome to have a partner like that in life that just encourages you and pushes you to be a better person so that's awesome yeah. so who is the third most influential and final person that's gotten you to where you are? Well, there is a children's book author named Sharon Creech, and um, her books are um, middle grade fiction, like 8 to 12 year olds, and their books like, um, one title is Bloomability or Walk Two Moons, and they're always fascinating stories, but they're also deeply um into the mind of a child and i they're i feel like they're deeply therapeutic and they're handling big issues i feel like reading her books has made me um want to write and want to dig into philosophy and psychology and mindset 
And that's interesting that that age, eight to 10, I have a child in that age range, as you know, we both do. And it's, it feels very emotional for them. Yeah. And I feel like this is so, such good, such a great resource. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So, and Bloomability in particular is kind of like, um, it's about a little girl who moves to Europe and has to figure out how to bloom where she's planted. Mm. And she learns Bloomability, um, the ability to bloom. And so that's kind of, you know, that speaks right to my heart. I think we can all relate to that at some level. So that Mm -hmm. is, that is going on my book list for my kids. So thank you for sharing that. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about communication and the field of writing and online marketing content. What is one common myth about communication or in your writing field that you want to totally debunk? Yeah, okay. I think that um, I would say that just the, the, the thought that you need to be highly educated in a traditional way in order to communicate well or to write because you don't have to have a doctorate to be highly educated in yourself and to be highly self-educated. Um, I think that we can all, regardless of our actual diplomas, we can be curious and we can be always learning. And I think that um, just because someone didn't go to Oxford doesn't mean that they don't have a wonderful things to say and everybody has a story that um, they should communicate with us because we need it love that starting a podcast like this there's so much fear because I am not a specialist in writing I haven't had much if any writing experience or communication for that and that that is what inspired this podcast is the fact that I wanted to improve and I couldn't find a great podcast that I could just listen to in the car while I'm driving so you saying that like self-education is enough like I can stand in that and that Mm-hmm. that can be my affirmation for anything in life but especially communication and vocabulary because this is this has been something that has been a lifelong process for me and I appreciate you putting that out there like that because that is so true and it's coming from somebody like you who does have so much experience that has so much education behind you so for you to say that to somebody in my situation I feel like that is so inspiring oh well you know you've done such a great job with this podcast and I think everybody who's met you um, would say that you are well-spoken and like your Wichita Moms blog posts are so clearly communicated. So you can give yourself a lot of um, a lot of credit for that. And um, yeah, as far as my education, you know, I think we all kind of doubt ourselves on what we know. And my education, most of it's not on actual, you know, diplomas. So... <laughs> That is such an old school thought process, though, because, you know, anymore, an education is really only needed for those specialty fields like a doctorate or um, engineering. But these types of careers that are, um, they can be self-driven and we are in the information age. So really, if you have a passion for something, you can become an expert by just studying that a little bit every day. We live in a great time. It's a, it's a great time. So where can our listeners stock, I mean, 
find you, to follow you on social media. Where are you located so our listeners can look you up and um, get obsessed with you? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> my website is jennaquinton.com, and there's a little bit of everything on there, including my lifestyle blog. Um, on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at Jenna underscore Quentin. That's Q-U-E-N-T-I-N. And then all of my Adjust Your Media stuff on Instagram and Facebook is just at Adjust Your Media. Um, and that is, um, you know, not just for my chiropractic clients. I'm wanting to share a lot of their content um, to educate everybody, pretty much everybody who has a body with that health resource. Okay, that's perfect. So what would you have asked as a podcast co-host that I missed today? What would you have asked yourself? Oh, well, I think you did a really great job. Your questions are so in-depth, and that really helped me to think through things. But um, I just want to say why I'm so excited to join you, because I love this idea, like you said, of quick tips for growing and learning that you can listen to while you're in the car. Um but you're just, you're just my guru. So joining you on anything is just my dream come true. <laughs> That's funny. I feel the same about you. So I think this is going to be a beautiful partnership and I'm so, so excited. So I always end with this and we can change it up now that we're co-hosting together. But I love to ask this question. Um, you've probably heard it before if you've listened. But what is one communication phrase, a vocabulary, vocabulary word that people mispronounce that just drives you crazy? Well, I would have to say that using the wrong verb tense, like saying I seen instead of I saw, that <laughs> every time I just want to be like a mother chicken and say, it's, it's I saw, I saw that. But <laughs> um, I have been lately trying to kind of turn that around on myself and see that as just a charming colloquial way of saying something and like just saying, Oh, that's just part of their speech pattern and that's okay. But yeah, I, I really try to make sure that I never say I seen. So if on the street you hear me say I seen, this is why you are going to be the best co-host ever. You have such a heart for vocabulary and for people and for teaching and, and understanding. And you're so non-judgmental to um, us that are learning. So we all appreciate that in you. Well, oh, well we're all just learning together. So I'm <laughs> excited for this adventure. That was fantastic and inspiring, as you always are. And I know you and I, we just can't wait to bring lots of good information to the listeners and have some fun with it and share our love for learning and communication with you. Thank you so much for joining Adjust Your Vocabulary on International Podcast Day 2019. And thank you, Jenna, for joining us to be co-host and for this um, interview today. Yes, I'm so excited. And I'm so excited to hear from everybody, like what they want to hear from us and and how they're learning about vocabulary. All right. Until next time, we are your hosts. I'm Denise. And Jenna. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on Adjust Your Vocabulary podcast. If you could share this episode with somebody who would love it, I would be so grateful. Also, please leave an honest review on iTunes. Tell us what words you want to hear or what type of inspiring content you would love. It would really help us on our journey to helping thousands of people. 
Until then, don't forget to adjust your vocabulary. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Bye.